It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Happy Saturday morning to you live at the WSB studios. I am not Walter Reeves. I'm Ashley Frasca getting to sit in for him today. He is taking a Saturday off and I'm fortunate enough to be joined by Mickey Gasway and Neil Tarver. We've had a, a good time answering calls today. Mickey Gasway, you know, from Pike Nursery. Neil Tarver's been on the show a number of times for a number of years. Cobb County horticultural agent. So glad to have you guys. And you brought some information with you too, as well as the Paulding County plant sale today. Cobb County Master Gardeners. Neil, you mentioned that at Jim R. Miller Park and also Kimberly passed along Fayette County as well at the pavilion. They're having their plant sale and in the Athens area. There is a lot to do today, folks. We don't want you sitting in the house being a little depressed over the rain today. Get out there and do some things. You can buy the plants today. I wouldn't necessarily recommend planting them, but you know what I'd like to do after a good soaking in rain? I love to pull weeds. That yeah, is sick. Absolutely. That is really sick. Perfect but, time. And I've got all the under my large oak tree in the front yard, those stupid little baby, you know, oak trees <laughs> popping up. And I've got juniper, so it's this deep green. It's really pretty. And then I just see these neon greens. Yeah. <laughs> but those things are so easy just to yeah. yank up yeah. when the soil's this wet. So, But get them early. Yeah. They, they get don't, too woody. They're hard to get they rid are. of. They are. I give them a, a good pull and they come right out. I hope everybody will come to Pikes today, too, because it's undercover and we're having our uh, ladybug seminar today on how, on beneficial so, insects. So I hope everybody will come to that. So tell us, I mean, is a purchase required to, then to, to get, get baby to get uh, ladybugs? We'll give you a sample of ladybugs with a purchase and then come to the class. The class is at nine o'clock. So keep and, keep one or two as little pets, maybe for the kids, <laughs> but otherwise release you, them out into the wild. And you right? put them out in the afternoon, late afternoon, and uh, it, hopefully you can find a shrub that's got some aphids or something on it and wet it down and then put the uh, the ladybugs out there that is so neat yeah that'll add something nice to the garden too and also giving a shout out to the blue knights of georgia with their georgia police memorial ride the 24th annual kicking off here at 11 a.m this morning rain or shine from the atlanta expo center everybody be safe out on the roads today for sure 404-872-0750 that is the number tim dialed in out of swanee with his question good morning Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Now, what are you looking to do? It sounds like quite a project. Well, I'm in the process right now, if it would stop raining, of replacing a retaining <laughs> wall. It's three levels high, only about two feet per um, level, so it's not very high. But um, I want to replace it with a vegetable garden and maybe even some blueberry bushes. Um, problem is, is it used to be railroad tie, and I know you're not supposed to really use those for your vegetable gardens, but I'm replacing it with stones. Um, will it be safe now to eat stuff from that garden? Now, when you say replace, are you literally going to tear everything out and try to level that area out? Well, I'm tearing out all the, all the railroad ties were taken out a day or two ago, and I'm replacing it with a stone product. So it's going to be the same tiered system, but it's it's going to be stone instead of railroad ties. That will be better. Tim's very smart to realize with pressure-treated woods and those kinds of things, not something you want near the, the vegetable garden. But let's start with the blueberries, as he said. Obviously need a lot of sun, at least to 8 to 10 hours a day of sun. Well, another thing with blueberries, too, is they like a very low pH. So you will have some difficulty trying to grow 
blueberries in association with a vegetable garden because the vegetable garden is going to like a much higher pH than the blueberries. And then also using um, the stone product, I, I have to emphasize testing the soil again because you, you stone many times it's going to make your pH higher. So you want to make sure you know what your pH is and that that soil there is going to be workable, you know, kept behind the retaining wall like that. Also, I think you have to be careful that the blueberries don't shade your garden. So you might think about putting the blueberries somewhere else and doing your garden. Or maybe put them on different levels or something. The blueberries on the lowest level and the vegetable garden on the higher levels. And now with blueberries, I was looking into doing that, and unfortunately, I don't have a spot with enough sun. But the cottonseed meal is that right? Is that or blood seed? What, cotton what do you seed use? meal cotton is, meal is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good natural fertilizer. Yeah. Okay. What do you What do you need to put in the hole before you plant the blueberry bush? Anything? We have a product called Planting Mix. It's just a it's it's ground pine bark and some other things. Just something to open up the clay. I think is the main thing. And, and that ground pine bark is also good for lowering the ph a little bit too yeah and ours is called planting mix which is a great one it works really good sold by the bag at pike by the bag orange bag good but make sure that soil is good and loose because behind the retaining wall chances are it's pretty compacted all right up next is craig and winder with a question about english ivy hi craig Hi, how you doing? Good. Good, good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, how how can I control the English ivy on the on the right side of my house, short of renting a goat to get? Rid of? <laughs> we were just talking That's about that. What we just said. Why I mean, you're you talking about ornamental kudzu. <laughs> you know, it's, it's taken over my trees, my two trees on the right side of my house, and all the ground. I think you know it, you're going to have to continually cut it. Um, because if it's growing on other things that you want to keep, you can't spray it. Um, and then if it's growing on trees, cut it at the base so that you separate uh, the vines from the root and then just let them die. Yeah. Kind of like I do the, uh, poison oak that climbs up the tree. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Cut it off so it doesn't receive any more energy from the base. If you can't, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and be careful pulling it because it has little... You know, it, it grows into things, and you'll wind up pulling off barks and just let it die on the tree. Yeah. But it's going to take frequent cutting, uh, pulling new shoots out of the ground. And I'll tell you, you'll get probably more effective control in the fall because when you start cutting then, since it's not, it's about to go dormant, it's not going to be actively trying to recover. Okay. But it's just going to take frequent cutting. Yeah, that's usually not a, an answer that gardeners are fond <laughs> right. of. Right. Yeah, we don't want to wait. I mean, and me talking about removing the little oak trees. I mean, I am a big fan of manual removal. Right. I know it's labor intensive. I know it's a lot of work. But that beats, to me, just peace of mind not having, like you said, the chemicals. I don't want to spray Roundup or things because, I mean, the the wind carries the drift. Right. Of, I don't want anything else in the area to get hurt. So, and Craig, as you said, a goat. That's option B. <laughs> option. And that really does exist. We were yeah. joking about renegoat.com. Right. I mean, not to promote any one particular goat company over the other, but uh, but that kind of business does exist for gardeners, so that's always an option. Thanks for the call, 404-872-0750. John with a question about azaleas. Hi, John. John, are you there? 
John is not there, and I don't know what the question was about azaleas. We could we could talk all day about azaleas <laughs> pruning, growing, and mine are starting to fade right now. So that's kind of sad. I hate yeah, to see that. And, and the Masters tournament in Augusta has come and gone. So <laughs> I know that that means the azaleas are on their way out. Nevertheless, Carolyn with a question in Canton about star magnolias. Hi, Carolyn. Hi there. <clears throat> I have a uh, magnolia, star magnolia tree that is absolutely full of leaves. It's so thick you can't even see through it, but all the leaves are curled. But it keeps putting out new growth constantly. Have you limed? I mean, have you done anything to the soil around it? Do you have turf around there that you've put on any kind of herbicide or anything? No, all we've got is uh, pine straw around it. Okay, that was my first That's thought. A and but they're still green, but they're curled. They're uh, beautifully green. Just it's a it's a gorgeous tree. It's it's well shaped, uh, growing like crazy. But all the leaves are curled. I would take that to the extension service. I yeah, think. try I to think get that diagnosed. I would. I, I'm not sure what could be causing that. And I, that wouldn't be a water issue, would it? I mean, the leaves aren't dying, obviously. No, so because I've had plenty of water. Yep. So, and, and tell us about that again. If she were to take a cutting to the extension office, what is it that you all really need to see that the biggest majority of the plant? Oh, we we need live a uh, live live tissue to, to to diagnose. If people bring us dead leaves, there's one thing we can tell you for sure: it's, it's dead. dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, a cutting that's one to two feet long, a branch cutting that has some of the affected leaves on it and maybe some healthy leaves, but it, it ought to be living sample. Good. And you can sometimes email pictures to your extension office, too. That would be that would be a great right. idea. 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. That's the number in case you're not sure of how to get in touch with the extension agent in your area. Always a good thing to know those folks and meet them. And if you're new to the area, kind of know what's going on and learn, learn the area, what you can plant, what thrives. Judy in the Canton area as well. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. I hope y'all are doing great this lovely day. We are. Yes. So so you had some rain showers a little while ago. How's it looking now in Cherokee well, County? Well, it's, it's um, just barely sprinkling right now, so we're doing good. Good. You, you made it. For the pollen and stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, it's good to hear hey, you. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Listen, y'all, I have some really old uh, rhododendrons, and they're blooming. But something's wrong with the leaves. They're brown with the little green vein going right through the middle. And I don't know what I can put on them. And I've crawled back in there. And one of the um, rhododendrons, it feels like one of the, um, what do you call, branches or stump, I guess the the whole main Mm -hmm. issue thing is rotting at the bottom. We may have to look into that one. The same thing's happening to my leaves, though. The blossoms look great. The leaves, not so much. I can't figure out what's getting to them. I wonder if you've got too much water in there. Could that be? We've had a lot of rain, and rhododendron hate. They get phytophthora. Yeah, you have to plant them high. Yeah. And, uh, but if the, they're old, they mm-hmm. probably. Oh, yeah. Would that be some kind of insect? Well, the, there are certain nutrient deficiency symptoms that look like what she described with the what is it brown mm-hmm. inner with a in green between, vein green vein mm-hmm. and are they wilting at all nope it's just okay, um, it's not dry now hmm. has it been fertilized no well i did the i can't ever say more than i mill more than organized yes, that's it hmm, maybe well, give it some azalea rhododendron food yeah 
Yeah. Try to build up the strength a little bit. Hollytown is a great one. Good. It really does good. Well, thank you, Judy. Thanks for the call. We have more calls coming up. Joe and Lovejoy with a question about Centipede Lawn and Vicki and Douglasville, a question about wildflowers. All that and more. 404-872-0750. You're listening to Lawn and Garden on WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves the lawn and garden advice you need. A quick update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today's weather, forget the garden, head over to Pikes because we're in for nothing but rain. Steady showers throughout the morning turn to thunderstorms by this afternoon. Highs in the upper 70s, lows in the mid-60s. Stay tuned, Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Ashley Frasca, part of the traffic team and the Herman Kane Show, filling in for Walter Reeves this Saturday morning, 404-872-0750. Taking your calls as we are with Joe from Lovejoy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, real quick, Joe, what's wrong with the centipede? I have an outbreak of purge. I've been, for the last couple of years, I've been trying to stay ahead of it by pulling it. Well, I fell behind, <laughs> and so I sprayed it with atrazine late Wednesday. What I'm wondering is how long can I, do I have to leave it on there before I can mow the lawn? Because it needs mowing, but I don't want to. Kill my, I don't want to cut off my poison. Right. If you did it a week ago, you should be fine. Most of the times, the liquid herbicides need to be on there 24 hours before you mow. But a week, you should be good. And then this is spurge. Is that right? Is that the name of the weed that Joe has? Is it got a little spot in the middle of the leaf? It's real right. flat. It, it, it has long, little long runners about a foot long. It run real low on the ground. And then milky sap leaves. when you pull it. Uh, I hadn't noticed that. It does have little tiny leaves up and yeah, down the stem. Little, I think little it's, tiny leaves. We leaves, call right. it spotted spurge. It's got it's a euphorbia. It's in the same family as poinsettias. When you right, break it, one. little white stuff comes out. Right. One of my neighbors identified it as she had the same problem, so she had it. Took it to the county agent, and he said yeah. spurge. Good. All right. So identified that step number one. Step number two, atrazine was good, and just mm-hmm. as you said, Neil, he's he's fine good to go time. ahead and mow. He'd be good now. Excellent. Thanks for the call, Joe. More of your calls coming up on Lawn and Garden. Ashley Frasca sitting in for Walter Reeves. Plus, we have the Pike Pick of the Week coming up with Mickey Gasaway here at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss the last half hour of Lawn and Garden on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. How kind of you to let me come. Now once again, where does it rain? On the plain, on the plain. Where's that blasted plane? In Spain, in Spain. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 
Not so fast, not so fast. Walter Reeves on vacation today. I am Ashley Frasca sitting in for the Georgia Gardener today. Happy to do so. Joined in studio by Mickey Gasway and Neil Tarver. Man, this goes by fast, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does. We only have a little less than 30 minutes left to take your calls to share some garden knowledge with you. 404-872-0750. We hope you're out there driving around safely. Looks like most of the showers have passed over Metro Atlanta. Now they're headed to the east over towards the Athens and Eatonton areas. So stay tuned, though more to come later well this time every saturday morning at 8 36 we're joined by mickey gasway this time i actually get to see her face to face here in person for the pike's pick for this weekend what do you have miss huff lantana love lantana a long-lasting perennial you can get it in different colors right the oranges and the pinks and the purples but now the only one that's on sale today is miss huff and that's orange and pink and it's it was our original what we call the perennial lantana they're all they're all perennial somewhere but this one is um perennial here it gets big it gets bigger every year i've got one that gets to five feet tall wow now and it's the hummingbird and the butterflies very favorite they just love it they're all over it all summer and they're heat tolerant too they really do well over the summer don't they i never water them i always think of you know mailboxes usually if your mailbox right near the street Mm. gets a lot of sun i always think of lantana just for some colorful pop of the mailbox but not if it gets five feet yeah mail lady's gonna be (laughs) they don't usually get they get they're sh- they're about maybe two or three feet the first year, and then four feet the next year, and five feet the next year. They get Eek. bigger and bigger, but they're so, great plants. Head to Pike Nursery today, and you do have to mention the Pike Pick. That's for- right. That's exactly right. And uh, if you want, when you plant it, you need to use some planting mix and some Sure Start, and that will get you off going good. Miss Huff Lantana, don't miss that. And Pike Nursery also hosting its annual Ladybug Weekend. That happening today and tomorrow. That's right. We're giving away two million ladybugs. Now that's a lot of ladybugs. They're going to do a lot of good in a lot of gardens. So if you come in and make a purchase, we'll give you a sample of ladybugs. And then if you like them, then you can buy some more. We've got the big things of it you i headed over to the mini fridge in my pike nursery in town lake thinking oh a bottle of water oh no no bugs are in there uh-uh, not opening that and you said they smell that's interesting they have an odd smell yeah they do huh. um and also we're going to have our class today at nine o'clock on beneficial insects so i hope everybody will come to that too. that's great it's be fun. awesome opportunities with the classes at pike nursery you really need to get connected in on those a lot of them beginning at nine so unfortunately right. i can never make that Aww. because i'm just headed out of the station here but also many places plant sales going on in metro atlanta neil we have the cobb county one where is that one that's at jim miller park in marietta if you want more information go to cobmastergardeners.com it's on their website excellent maybe until about four o'clock today also paulding county fayette county the athens area having theirs as well so lots to do in between showers if you want to head out of the house today and you know i planted my vegetables last night planted a couple of tomato plants and a bell pepper plant this is the first time i've tried that so (laughs) this is a good time in between showers i mean the soil is very wet don't get me wrong but a good time to really get out there break up the dirt a little bit plant some things be careful doing that you don't want to damage your soil structure working in soil that's too wet okay yep good good to know good to know well if you have any questions about what you should be doing today 404-872-0750 that's the number vicky out in douglasville has been very patient and you are on the lawn and garden show vicky um hey about this time last year i planted something called old-fashioned garden mix which is a bunch of different kinds of flowers wildflowers some of them are annual most of them are annual i think and some of them are perennial they grew up, they were beautiful. I had bees and, and butterflies and little hummingbirds. It was something to fall in love with. 
I replanted them this year. I want the same thing. But what I'm finding out since all this rain's come along is that they've spread all over my lawn. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they're all in my lawn. I got a half-acre lawn, and I don't know whether now to call people in to try to kill them as, those, as though these are some kind of weed or if I can just have my flowers love them and just keep the grass cut and it not destroy the grass I have. Can you tell me what to do? A plant is a weed, a, a weed is a plant out of place, and I think those have become weeds probably in your garden. Yeah, if you don't want them in the lawn, just treat treat them like they're weeds. Yeah. I mean, as you treat for weeds and as you mow the lawn, you'll just be cutting them down and spraying them out. And something else for folks to keep in mind, too, my landscape was so established when we bought our house in uh, in, in northwest Georgia and so many of the bulbs get moved around, too, and that's so frustrating yeah. for me. I like everything in one little area together. So, I mean, that's the same kind of thing. Mother Nature's just going to, and the birds are going to end yeah. up putting those where they want to. So as far as bulbs go, though, if you had noticed some irises or daffodils out of place in your lawn when they bloomed here, the daffodils about a month or so ago, wait till the, the foliage dies back a little bit and wilts, and then that's a great time to dig up some bulbs that are maybe misplaced and move them, right? Sure, or, or either mark the spot mark with something so that when that foliage dies, you know where those bulbs are, and then you can dig them as well. That's great. 404-872-0750 is the number. We're joined by Paul in Atlanta. Hi, Paul. Paul? All right, Paul had a question about a Japanese maple. We'll try to see if we can get back to him. Betty in Greensboro. Good morning, Betty. Betty? Batten zero here, folks. All right, Betty did have a question, though, about Abby's Review Rhododendron. This is a variety I had not heard of. Mickey, tell me about that. It's a repeat-blooming um, rhododendron. We've had it for several years. It blooms in the spring and it blooms again in the fall. It's a bright purple. It's a beautiful rhododendron and they've done well, we've had some real real good uh, reports on people that have planted it. Okay and then uh, Betty's question had to do with morning sun too so I don't know if she was saying she gets morning sun or if morning sun is going to be enough but tell us I about the sun will. conditions there. I think there. it will because it's a big rhododendron. It's not like an azalea. It's a it's a big leaf rhododendron so I think it could take some afternoon shade but I think it definitely needs morning sun in order to bloom if it doesn't get enough it won't you won't get that second bloom that's what you'll get the first bloom but you won't get the second bloom so almost kind of like the idea of an encore azalea where you have a rhododendron that's doing something that it doesn't naturally do it's going to give you a second set of blooms right and it, it does it acts like that but encores now they need pretty much full sun all right, great. Well, we're going to try this again, folks. 404-872-0750. Me being a phone screener for the Herman Cain Show, for the Lawn and Garden Show, the most important thing, guys. Turn off your radio. Listen to us through your phone. All right, we're going to try. Sharon in Atlanta, good morning. Good morning, guys. Yay, there you are. All right, so what are you seeing on the azaleas? We were scratching our heads at this one. Yes, I have two azalea bushes. One is pink, and it's blooming right now. It's beautiful. And the other one beside it is a white azalea bush. And me and my dad noticed that it did not bloom like the other one. It has little blooms on the end, but it's coated. The bark looks like it's coated in it's something like grayish. Lichens. That's lichens. Lichens. L-I-C-H-E-N-S. And we don't like lichens, do we? L-I-C-H-E-N. Uh-huh. It's a kind of fungus, right? Well, it's a a mixture of algae and and, and, uh, moss. And they grow on the plant. It won't hurt the plant, 
but it indicates that the plant might be somehow stressed because it likes uh, something that's 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 a little bit weakened. And lichens can't grow if they're shaded. They grow in the sun, so usually after the plant has lost some leaves, that's when you'll see lichens on the stems. So treatment, what does she do? Uh, improve the health yeah. of the plant. I mean, it, it, it needs to be taken care of. Maybe it needs, uh, is it mulched? Do you feed it? Give it water when it's dry? Those kinds of things to keep the plant healthy. And as it improves in its health, it won't have as many lichens. The lichens will fall off. Sharon, okay. do you all fertilize? Do you have mulch around the azaleas, too? I don't have any mulch. Uh, I fertilize, but not often. So do I need to mulch it? Well, yeah. you don't need to fertilize it often, maybe once a year or so okay. with some holly-tone or some acid-loving fertilizer. Okay. And then put some mulch down there, like two to three inches of Something like wood chips or pine straw, and you know, keep keep it healthy. It'll it'll recover, and the lichens should stop growing. Love that. I love when we give people good mm-hmm. news. It's an easy fix. Thanks yeah. for the call, Sharon. Very observant. Good to go out there and notice what's going on with your plants. A lot of times, if you're seeing spots on the leaves, we've had calls about azaleas, knockout roses. Always look on the underside of the leaves. There's oftentimes little creatures that are going to be, you know hiding out under there and that's really going to be able to to tell you where to start as far as treatment's concerned speaking of little creatures alan in atlanta sees little green caterpillars hi alan hey there i was on the yard the other day and i see all these little green caterpillars hanging from my cedar tree my lower maple my dogwood or is that something to worry about they're about half an inch long and they're just kind of dangling right right it looks like they're trying to crawl back up your little Mm -hmm. caterpillar what do you say, Mickey, a tick? Well, no, a tent caterpillar. Oh, caterpillar. That's what I was wondering about when he said on the cedar trees. Um, what they do is they, they make a little cocoon for themselves. Oh, they cover themselves up. I, I don't know. I don't know if that could be it or not. That was my first thought when I... Hmm. And is that going to be harmful? Yeah. Yeah. You need to, at this point, you could spray, or even if you want to get rid of them, there's a, um, you can spray a worm killer. It's Bacillus thuringiensis, BT, um, and that'll that'll wipe them out. Good, good. So get on that early because yeah. now, obviously, if he's just starting to see this happening, go ahead and nip the problem in the bud, right? Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call, Alan. 404-872-0750. I think we have time for Glenn. Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you today? We uh we did a new construction house in Atlanta. Um, excavated around a forty inch around oak tree. We excavated about probably thirty five feet away from it, but we leveled out towards it. Uh, it's the deepest. It might be six inches, twenty feet away, and maybe ten feet away down to an inch. Do we need to worry about uh, treating that tree with anything? It's a big oak tree. Is that right? A huge oak tree. Yes. There's always a problem when you disturb the soil, especially when you add more soil, because most of the roots are right up at the top of it. Um, I don't know if you stayed way far. Sometimes you just have to wait and see. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that, Glenn. Yeah. Good good to be thinking of it. But, yeah, I mean, oftentimes you do. You just really need to wait and see. But anything that's going to weaken the root system. I mean, you and start trees adding will that, not, you know, they don't show you right away yeah. when something's wrong. But anytime you mess in that root zone, you run the risk of harming a tree. 
quickly. And it goes a long way out. It's oh, yeah. not just right up at the tree. It goes beyond, actually. The, well, quickly, Neil, in about 30 seconds, maybe, what are some of the indications that, that Glenn would notice on a big oak tree that's maybe stressed from the roots? I mean, what's the, the w- tree going to do? When you start having dying branches, especially if it starts where, like, you have l- l- the plant leaves out, but the tips of the branch are dead, and then as years go on, you may have whole dead branches there. Perhaps something happened when he disturbed that root zone. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the calls. We have time for a few more. We're going to break now for a news, weather, and traffic update. Stay tuned here to Lawn and Garden on News 95.5 and AM 750. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Oh, Scott, with a song about ladybugs. He pays attention, I tell you what. 8.54 on WSB. Time for a weather update real quick. Brought to you by Ackerman Security. A few guarantees in life. One is that you will be rained on in metro Atlanta today. Expect cloudy skies all day. A chance of stray thunderstorms. Afternoon highs in the upper 70s. A chance of rain tonight. 40% overnight lows in the mid-60s. Continue to stay tuned to Atlanta's most accurate dependable forecast on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb we have time to sneak in one more caller jackie in gainesville good morning good morning um we moved in our house about 10 years ago and we had this hill full of the little small irises little purple irises and they bloomed about two years and it looks like it's gotten thicker but there's no blooms and so I wasn't sure what I'm supposed to do to make them bloom again. Jackie, we have some great news for you. (laughs) That is a very easy fix. Most bulbs, they recommend you move or transplant those about every four or five years. Split them. Call it splitting the iris. And when you when you split them apart, make sure to look at the the bulbs, the tubers. And if they've got any holes in them, throw those away. Keep the good ones. Plant them real, real, real shallow. And they need to be in well-drained soil, which it sounds like they are. And don't put any manure in there. That's great advice. Very yeah, easy. In short, so, thin the patch thin. out. Yeah. They've, they've gotten too thick and they're crowding themselves out. Thin iris probably maybe every three years yeah. or so. Great. Good advice. That's an easy <laughs> job for Jackie to do here in the next couple of days. Well, we want to remind you about our guests really quickly. Mickey Gasway wants to, to tell you you've got the uh, Beneficial Bugs class going on here in just a little bit at That's 9 right. o'clock at the Pike Nursery location. Stop in for that. Neil Tarver hosting a lawn care class this coming Tuesday at the Cobb Extension Office, 6.30 p.m. Tuesday evening. You're welcome to go to that as well. You can see me later on today at the Atlanta Expo Center as the Georgia Police Memorial Ride sponsored by the Georgia Blue nights kicks off i'm not a biker i'd like to be that'd be pretty fun but that starting at 11 a.m this morning the atlanta expo center you're going to see a little bit of traffic implications from that as folks travel around downtown atlanta they're going to pass centennial olympic park piedmont park it's going to be a lot of fun looks like the rain showers have passed metro atlanta so get out there enjoy your saturday afternoon it's been a great time filling in for walter reeves i'm so happy to do that maybe we'll be Back with you next Saturday. Who knows? We'll see. 8.57 on WSB. Stay tuned. We've got news, weather, and traffic updates for you all weekend long. Take care. Follow me on Twitter as well. I always tweet pictures of the garden and traffic updates, things you need to know, at Ashley Frasca WSB. Take care, everyone.